This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And they get DeAndre Williams back. This will be a top 25 roster. Now, it's a lot of different parts to have to gel together. But talent-wise, like that's a dangerous team, talent-wise. Very dangerous. I mean, that's got the potential to be electric uh, I would think, but it's also got the potential to be um, dicey here and there, you know, like uh, I would think, especially early in the season, we've, we've talked a lot about the schedule being what it is being, uh, uh, you know, a, a really nice non-conference schedule with Texas A&M and Virginia and um, who else? The, you got the, the battle for Atlantis, the teams that you might face down there and everything. And so it's going to be a pretty, it's going to be a pretty grueling non-conference schedule this year. Um, and when you, it, it, if it turns out that the only returning players from last year's team are DeAndre Williams and Jaden Hardaway, well, you know, that's going to be tough. And you talked about the Dominican trip, and that might help to a certain degree, although it didn't necessarily help them tremendously uh, now, when they went to the Bahamas four years now, ago. Now, to be fair, Wiseman, neither Wiseman or Precious played down there in the, the Bahamas point. trip. Neither of them played. But, like, I do understand, like, this yeah, does this does have the makings at least of being combustible. Yes. There's just right. A, you can't rule that out. There's a lot of guys who are used to taking shots, like yes. a lot of shots. Like, that's just reality. If you add Antonio Reeves, Jordan Brown, and you add them to Caleb Mills, um, uh, David uh, Jones. Um, Jonathan and then Pierre. Jonathan Pierre. DeAndre Williams, like that's a lot of guys who on last year, they're, mm. the team they were on last year was like one of the leading shot takers. It's just going to be, you're going to, you know, Penny has talked about it in the past. Like he, guys are going to have to be willing to accept roles. And we saw last year, he, there was, it felt like that, that team fell right into place pretty quickly. Two years mm-hmm. ago, it took, you know, several months for it to fall into place. You know, it's just yep. so, um, and, and I don't think this year's roster if indeed, let's say they add those two guys, and that's still an if. Like, I don't think this roster is like two years ago, and I don't think it's like last year's. It's like a completely – why it's like a roster, frankly, probably unique to like the history of Memphis basketball because this is a, this is a, rule, a set of rules that are completely unique to the history of Memphis basketball by and large. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to take a lot, I would think uh, – yeah, I mean, certainly you can't you can't speak in absolutes here. Like we don't know; it could all go perfectly. <laughs> who who knows? But uh, chances are, you know, like if it if it all plays out the way it seems like it might, 
um, it's going to take some time to, to and, and a lot of effort to mm-hmm. uh, really hammer this all out and and get everybody on the same page and bought in and um, and, and all that stuff. Like there's gonna there's gonna have to be some serious serious work behind the scenes to get that um, you know to get it all to get it all smoothed over. Last but not least, Jason, the, the other person we haven't really mentioned for this roster is Mikey Williams. We got the news Friday, I believe it was, after the show, right? I think it was Thursday. Thursday, um, that his preliminary hearing has been pushed back to July. Um, also had some comments, I think for the first time, public comments from the assistant district attorney, sort of saying there's been no talk of a plea deal, uh, but also didn't shut the door on a plea deal, it felt like. Uh, what did you make of that? Is he? Uh, it, was it good news, bad news, no news? Um, I mean, I think, I think there were different ways to interpret, you know, to digest, uh, the, the, the news of the day. Um, I, the thing that I kind of keep going back to though, that really stands out to me is that assistant district attorney's comment. I, it was very clear that the reporters that he was talking to had asked him, um, about, I guess, the possibility of a plea deal or, or the status of a, of a potential plea deal or, uh, or, or something, you know, something to that effect. Just the way he phrased his his uh, wording there, it, it seemed like he was responding to questions about a possible plea deal. And um, he started it by saying, I don't have the quote in front of me, but it basically said, if we get to the preliminary hearing, which I thought, I mean, that's, potentially telling like he's yeah. leaving it seemed like he might have i don't know if it was intentional or unintentional but he left the door open for the possibility that they don't even get to the preliminary hearing before resolving this without having to get there um and i would think if they do that that would benefit mikey williams no i mean that it doesn't seem that way like if they avoid uh moving forward with this case doesn't that mean that i mean yeah it would still probably be bad in the grand scheme of things, whatever it is, but, but it would potentially mean that it's resolved and he's pleaded down to possibly a lesser charge. I don't know. That, that, that was, I I tend to agree. Like, I don't know. And again, I'm not a legal expert, but I would view if you're like, I would view it as the, the accepting of a plea deal would be beneficial to him. That's kind of how I would view it from a timing perspective. Yeah. Well, and Memphis as well. Sure. Um, and and the basketball program. So, but who knows? I mean, it's it's you know it it seemed like uh, his his attorney, Mikey's attorney, said that um, you know some new evidence had been uh, brought to his attention, and they, he needed extra time to you know whatever uh, you know like digest it or whatever. And uh, and that's why they requested a, a, a the thing be postponed. But um, yeah, I mean that's kind of where we stand uh, right now. That it was going to be June 29th. Now it's going to be July 12th. If if they get to that point, as the assistant district attorney said. Well, it'll be interesting. Make sure you're following along at commercialappeal.com with Jason for all that. You've got some news to chase, actually, Jason. While you were on air, uh, Jeff Goodman is reporting that Larry Brown. Uh, the former Memphis assistant is uh, a, appears to be headed towards the University of Washington basketball staff under Michael Hopkins uh, out there oh, in Seattle. 
Um, so uh, that just surfaced while you were on air with us a little while ago. But thanks so much. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Thanks, guys. That was Jason Munns, the Tiger basketball beat writer for the commercial appeal. Larry Brown, 82, back on the sideline, Jeffrey. He's going to die on the sideline with some honor. <laughs> like, every time you think, like, uh, he's probably done, it's like, no, he's probably not. Like, <sighs> Yeah, good for him. Good for him. Hey, you know what I would say? You, like, Mark, if you find something that you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Like, I do think he did a – like, I, you could tell, like, he wasn't always the happiest – uh, on the sideline when he's working for Penny. That's an understatement. But he did a good job, like, keeping it to himself. And, like, yeah, no, it I seemed agree. like things went as well as they, you know, like, like listen, working Larry Brown as an assistant for the first time for four years, much like this Memphis basketball ro- roster, had, like, the chance to be combustible given his history as, like, sure. a, you know, and it wasn't. And, you know, I'm sure there were some disagreements and what have you, but you know, it was cool having him here. Agreed. You know, and and I do think when you really look at it, Penny's five. What, what this is now going to be his fifth year, or sixth year, fifth year. I think that sounds sixth right. year, sixth year. I think this will be his sixth year. Yes. Um, think about it. He's had like he's done a real. He's done a nice job filling that number one assistant role, if you will. Yeah. Like Stansberry feels like a, you know, it's a different. He's a different type than Frank Haith or Larry Brown, but also feels just as valuable as those guys did. Just from the sense of if you're having to go grab eleven guys, in the, you know what? What do you need in your lead assistant in an era hey, when you're flipping getter. a team? You know you need that. And then you know last year it felt like Frank Haith was a good addition to the staff, and Larry Brown obviously is Larry Brown, and it seemed like you know a little rocky at times, but it seemed like it did what it needed to do. For it was short lived, obviously. I mean, I also think that team was just rocky. Yeah, um, you had Mike Miller there for a while, and. Sam Mitchell, you know, those were a little, you know, to be determined. But it's just, I don't know, good good to see Larry Brown doing what he loves. Guy, guy does, he's the type of guy that does want to die coaching. All right, we will take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get into the list. We do that next right here on Giannotto and Jeffrey, 92.9 FM. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. ESPN. G&J guests appear on the Sissy's Log Cabin phone lines. We're back with the Giannato and Jeffrey Show, live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas on 92.9 FM ESPN. Barry Trammell of the Oklahoman wrote about Memphis's case as an addition to the Big 12 over the weekend. We'll discuss that. During the next segment, however, before we do that, let's get into the list. Giannato and Jeffrey keep a list of the stories and people they need to talk about. Being on the list can be a good or bad thing. Listen to find out who made it and why. This is The List. You just made the list! On Giannato and Jeffrey on 92.9 FM ESPN. Bradley Beal. You just made the list. So we've got our uh, first big move of the offseason. It happened over the weekend. The Wizards and Suns, they haven't executed the trade. They agreed uh, to a trade, which the principal figures are Bradley Beal going from Washington to Phoenix, uh, and the return being Chris Paul, Landry Shamit, and a bunch of second-round picks to Washington. Um it creates a, I guess people are calling it another super team. I don't know if I, I don't know if I agree with the designation just yet. But in Phoenix, Phoenix has three uh, very good players now on its roster. Uh, I don't know who else is on the roster, but they have Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and now Bradley Beal. Washington, after years of dragging their feet on embracing a full rebuild, to the point that they basically got nothing for Bradley Beal, um, uh, is like in. I guess it's, I don't know, that team, my hometown team, but, like, they've just been a disaster for so long and how poorly run they've been. And this Bradley Beal thing is just the late. it's like the latest example, giving him a no-trade clause, signing him to a Supermax, and then a year later <laughs> feeling forced to have to trade him. I don't for know. Le- way less than they would have gotten if they had just traded him before they signed him to the Supermax. Yeah. And I guess you also have to say, like, in fairness, like, that was the previous regime, like, no, but it was the same owner. Ultimately, yeah, the like, reason why they still had Beal is because Ted Leonsis, the owner, didn't want to tank, didn't want to like he, you know, he was he felt like the best course of action was to keep kind of treading water as like you know a a team on the edge of the lottery and hoping something clicks. And like he he thought he he viewed it as well. This is what I did with the Capitals. You know, we signed Ovechkin for all these years, and yeah, there were some years where we fell short, but then eventually we won a Stanley Cup. And thought that would transfer over with Bradley Beal and John Wall. And it was, I mean, it was just disastrous. Obviously, they signed John Wall and he immediately, you know, got hurt to the point where he can't play in the NBA anymore. And Bradley Beal uh, was ultimately miscast as a Supermax guy. And he too is oft injured. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like, I felt like the reaction was like, oh my God, the West is on notice. And my first reaction was, is that team really that much better? It depends what they like. If they can make moves, like 
you know, those Miami teams. Who's that, playing point guard? Well, that's, what I was about to say is the Miami teams and the Golden State teams that loaded up with, like, Durant and LeBron, Wade, and Bosh. Remember, those teams work partly because a bunch of guys who had to fill roles were like, I'll take a veteran minimum to go chase a title with these guys. Yeah, people you would know? do that for LeBron, but that was, Le- like, peak LeBron. And I'm just saying, maybe. That's what I'm saying. This offseason is contingent on the Suns convincing a couple guys to do that. But it also feels like we've now reached the point where, like, how often does someone go, like, it feels like that way of thinking is out. Because yeah. it felt like a lot of guys were willing to do that to a certain degree to either ring chase or be, all right, I'll go do this for a year and then get another big deal. Yeah. And now it doesn't feel like people are as willing to do that. Yeah. No, and then the reality is it doesn't quite defend. It fits offensively. Like, it'll be a great offensive team with Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant, you do mention the point guard part of it. Like, if Devin Booker's having to play point guard, I think he can probably pull it off, but I don't think he's as good a version of himself if he's playing point guard. Right. I think he can pull it off, but does that maximize Devin Booker? <laughs> that's it, Exactly. Um, so that's a big question. And then, obviously, the Chris Paul part of it, it was funny. He was on Good Morning America this morning because he's got a memoir coming out about, I guess it's called 61. It's about him and his grandfather, like the lessons he's learned from his grandfather. Quick, so, quick question. Mm-hmm. Why were you watching Good Morning America? No, no I just saw the, cl- the okay. clip was online. Okay. No, I, didn't, I, was not, I don't have time got to it. watch Good Morning I, America. I, that was why I was, I was confused. Yes. Um, no, no, no. It was making the rounds on social media because he, he's on with Strahan and Stephanopoulos and it wasn't Robin Roberts. Someone was filling in for Robin Roberts, I think. But he was pre-scheduled to be on Good Morning America because he's promoting this book. And so Strahan asked him about uh, being traded, and he said he found out on the plane ride on the plane ride to, to New York for this interview. Um, and then the woman who was filling in for Robin Roberts was like, man, couldn't believe it. Like, you found out on the airplane? Well, blah, blah, and then... And then, like, ma'am, you do not know how sports works. <laughs> well, because he was like, he was being diplomatic, like it's you know, it's professional basketball. You never know; you just got to roll with it, whatever. And then she kept, she was like trying to ask some follow ups to her credit. And then Michael Strahan jumps in and goes and goes, guys, guys. He's like clearly like he doesn't want to say much because he's not happy about this. And um, I forget exactly what Chris Paul said, but it was it was not him directly saying I'm not happy about this. But it was him you got, switching you got the subject the, to say, like, you hit it on the head, Strahan. Yes. Like, I'm not happy about Agreed, this. Agreed, moving on, yeah. Um, but nonetheless, it sounds like the Wizards are willing to trade him. As part, well, they haven't executed the deal yet, but it could become a three-team deal. And Chris Paul, it sounds like, could go to a contender. Lakers and Clippers being the, I guess, top two options, potentially. Um, but right, the only way that can work out is if if Washington buys him out, correct? No, because again, Washington's going to need to get to a minimum salary floor. That's why they were willing to take off. They did to execute this deal. Right, in order to, they had to, to fully fully guarantee the contract already. It's already fully guaranteed now, as of right now, because they wouldn't have been able. Phoenix couldn't pull off this deal without fully guaranteeing it. I guess the question that I have is though, when everyone the, keeps talking about the the Lakers and the Clippers, I feel like the Clippers salary cap wise can make it work, but can the Lakers? I don't know. I feel like we always do this move where we're like, well, who can we, how can we send them to the Lakers? But no one ever asked the follow up. Like, how does that work? 
I mean, I guess the way it could presumably work is if you're, you know, you have Rui Hachimura, Austin Reed. Like, the only guys under contract on the Lakers are LeBron and Anthony Davis, right? I think. Yeah, but, like, like Reeves is up for, like, a Yeah, no, know, I, mean, it might mean, it might mean, you know, might mean you can't sign Reeves through a big deal. And I don't know. I don't know how it works for the Lakers exactly. Um, but... Or maybe the Lakers need Washington to release them or something, but it seems like Washington would like to, you know, get some more assets out of this thing. Squeak, you know, because they didn't get very many for Beal. Um, but it's going to be a, uh, it'll be an interesting situation with Chris Paul, but it is, uh, it was the start of the offseason, if you will, in terms of big moves around the NBA. And now it feels like as of today, like the Lakers right now have. Negative eighty nine million dollars in cap space. Well, I mean, it's a it would be a one maybe it's a one year luxury tax play. You know, it's LeBron's last year, if you will, in L A. You know, guaranteed in L A. Yeah, but also everyone talks about luxury tax. Genie Bus is not a cash happy owner. I mean, LeBron. She's a she's a keeping LeBron happy owner though. But like, it's LeBron's forty six point nine million next year. Mm Hmm. Davis is forty point six. Mm-hmm. Beasley's contract still counts at sixteen million. Mo mm-hmm. Bamba ten million. Good for him. Vanderbilt's reasonable at four and a half. Shaq Harrison two point four. Max Christie at one point seven. But like the only way that happens to me is if you're basically saying like we can't take Austin Reeves, and I'd rather have Austin Reeves right now. It does feel like though. You're right. Clippers feel more likely. Yeah, like a they, they, they the can Clippers. they can make Marcus it. Morris wants out. You yeah, know, you can. Oh, you're unhappy, Marcus Morris. But um, yes, he might actually want to go to DC. He can like take 20 shots a game there. Yeah, <laughs> with that team that's they're going to put out on the court next year. Um, but it's interesting. But that, no, it's the start of uh, as I put it, scuttlebutt season. Um, we've got from the Boston Globe that uh, the 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 Celtics. No, all signs continue to point to them signing Jalen Brown to a supermax when things open up here in a week. Um, who else? Oh, from Michael Grange up in Toronto, one of the Raptors beat writers. Raptors are reluctant to blow up their roster. They don't see themselves as all that inferior to the Miami Heat at this point in their mind. Uh, who else we got here? Uh, Chris Mannix from Sports Illustrated saying – the uh, Trailblazers have discussed the possibility of trading with the Raptors for OG Ananobi or Pascal Siakam. Um, Toronto, according to Mark Stein, sounds unwilling to part with OG Ananobi. We've got three different ranges of stories there. One of them, all of them can't be true necessarily. No, but you know what that does tell me? Smokescreen season. Well, it's not even necessarily smokescreen season, but what it really tells me, uh, if you were holding on hope for OG Ananobi, it's going to that- take a lot to get him. There's also the Pacers, I believe, have been mentioned as like a, something. Uh, there's there's some three team deals being thrown out there. Um, let's oh, then we've got the Bill Simmons going on his podcast and saying like he he spoke to someone who he trusts, big voice, and he thinks Zion Williamson is going to be gone from the Pelicans by Thursday night. That's honestly, that's probably kind of believable, right? I mean, this is that Bill Simmons said people around the league expect people around them the league. to move Zion. Quote, the Zion thing is a real, real, real subplot. I had somebody tell me yesterday that I trust 
that he will not be on the Pelicans by Thursday. The problem that the Pelicans are in is your decision may your decision process is this. Like you clearly would be giving up on Zion for less than market value. But they also have enough information to know like like my thing is like it seems like from afar you have to grit your grit your teeth and hope that it works. But they may just have decided at this point they're just they're done with it. Mhm. No. Oh. The other news, Draymond Green. You just made the list. Draymond Green, uh, it was revealed, has indeed opted out of his deal with the Golden State Warriors. So he is officially a free agent when this period starts. Now, he it's not like contentious. Like he is very open, it sounds like, to the possibility of re-signing with Golden State. For more money. <laughs> For insecurity. Um, it does sound like if you if you are to believe Sham Sharania. The Warriors were involved, uh, are were inv- have been involved in talks with the Wizards to grab Chris Paul as part of this fallout of this deal, according to Shams. So this is Mike Dunleavy Jr. Welcome to welcome to the front office because he's now the the GM. I forgot that that got announced what Friday, something like that. So this is what's fascinating to me. If and- you're if. It felt like the plan for them was to be run it back one more time. Mm-hmm. This to me suggests that it's less likely to run it well, back. Well, I one. think Draymond was always going to opt out in some sort of official capacity. The question is, is there some sort of they can't there is there some sort of understanding that like whether it's, you know, the essentially he's a like I would suspect he's a de facto restricted free agent in the sense that whoever offers him a deal, he's going to go back to the Warriors and say, "If you match it, I'll stay." Right? Yeah, but like, how easy is that for them to do? I mean, they still have the the Jordan Poole noose of a contract. No, a lot of people are saying he's on the market. Well, right, but like, like for instance, yeah, yeah, no. How many teams are lining up to take that Jordan Poole contract? I don't know. I do think there's some recency bias with him. Like, he is a good player. He's a good scorer. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of money no, for someone is. who it plays is. one it end is. of the floor. It is. it is. It is. It's a lot of money. It may not, maybe it won't seem like a lot in a year or two from now. I mean, to me, the way that you would you would try to fix this problem is, you give Draymond a backloaded contract. You give him more years, more money, and it's backloaded. But that you don't want back. That's what I'm saying. Like that's the last thing that you want. Yeah, I don't know if you want your four and five of this deal. Draymond is going to be like not pretty. It's not pretty right now. He's still a good player. He is nowhere near worth what you pay him. They benched him in the finals. People can. People can spin zone that however they want, but they decided in the NBA Finals they were better off completely changing his role. Yeah, he's still a really good defensive player, though. And I think here, here's the point I would make. He's, not, he's certainly not as whatever he's going to get paid, he's not worth it for a team other than Golden State. Like Golden State, it seems like there's a very specific role that he fills really well. And I just don't know if that's available on every other team. Yeah, but that's, and that's also the other problem. Who is the best team in the West? Denver. And when you have Draymond, you're having to go small. Like, 
Yeah, because that you, killed them. Ultimately, you need him at the five. Yes. Yeah. Um, it is. Uh, his free agency will be interesting because it. Well, it's it's really interesting to me for Mike Dunleavy Jr. because you're sitting there going, the best result here is for Draymond to get paid somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, and but how do you navigate that? Correct. Emotionally, if you will, and you and like, d- what happens if Steph Curry is like. If Steph Curry comes to you and says, Correct. I want Draymond back, you got to go sign him. Especially in, like, this is your first. Like Bob, this just really shows. Bob Myers. No, no, no. He, getting out at the right I need, time. I need to refresh, whatever. Like, he was. He didn't want to have to make those hard choices, no. Jeffrey. Hey, hey Junior. <laughs> you want to get paid, buddy? Uh, real quick, the U.S. Open. You just made the list. Just quick thought. Like, it was Wyndham Clark outlasts all these stars. And by outlast, I mean hangs on for dear life at the end. Built the three-shot lead that allowed him to hang on for dear life. Um, Did you like how it played out? Because like, I found myself watching it and going, boy, I hope Rory can overtake him. Even though he's got a well, great – I mean, he sounds like a, a great story. Um, I mean, and he's not like some fluke. He's like he, he won he a was, tournament a month ago. And not only that, he was an elite college player. Like he was like a college player of the year. Like, mm-hmm. And his career has just not progressed Normally, and especially he came in that same crop of, like, he's 29, and all these guys, when they hit the tour, they just started winning, like, gangbusters, yeah. and and that did not happen. But, I mean, obviously, from my perspective, it was miserable because mm. I was sitting there reliving the St. Andrews final round with Rory yet again where it's like, he is hitting it incredibly. Make a putt! You're just yelling, like, make a putt! Well, no, I just knew it was like, he's not making a putt. And it was just like, don't miss a putt. That was what it came down to. And then on eight, he missed like a five-footer. And then he missed like, when he missed that 14, the putt on 14 where it's like he gets the break on the embedded ball. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right. He's like 10 feet away, I Correct. Think. Like that felt like feet. if he makes that putt, he could. All right, we're in business here. Right, because the other thing with, with Wyndham Clark is he clearly was feeling the pressure down the stretch, but mm-hmm. he had enough of a lead to kind of survive it. Yeah. But the real problem that I had was on 18, he hit one of the worst drives I've ever seen a professional golfer Wyndham Clark. Hit. Yes, Wyndham Clark. And because, now granted, he knew, like, hey, this hole's got 60 yards of fairway to the right. I can miss over there and be fine. But it's like he hit a... The, the track man line of it. Correct. I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be exciting for Correct. Rory. Correct. And then it landed on the fairway because it was like it went up and then it was like, Kerr, it like made a left turn. And it felt like a lot of the people that I saw... It was very similar to the play in the Super Bowl when they called Bradbury for holding because nobody wanted to see that game just, like, end on a field goal. Everyone was rooting for – it felt like most people were rooting for Rory and you wanted to see some type of punishment. Overall, though, like, I struggled with this because I really like LACC as a a golf course. Mm -hmm. And if you look at it this way – Thursday was the outlier. Those guys shoot. The lead was eight under on Thursday because those guys shot 62 when it played pillow soft and there was just nothing mm-hmm. you could do. There was little wind. The lead only moved two shots the rest of the weekend. Yeah. And so you saw it have some teeth and play hard, but it's just the. You didn't, you, I, I could tell from the moment we started things Thursday, you were, you were not feeling, you, didn't, you were not vibing with this U.S. And Open. 
it was just the U.S. Open is always like one of the rowdiest crowds of the year. There's always a great atmosphere, and the yeah. atmosphere. You're always sucked. thinking like U.S. Open in New York. It's like yes. crazy. Well, it's every like Pinehurst always has a good one. Like it's even just, Pebble Beach is usually really good. It's it just it was just. Uh, I will say though, it was like it was kind of awesome that the leaderboard was. It was like a reminder of. You know, hopefully this is what we get moving forward. The one of the benefits of this controversial whatever you want to call it, merger, like you had, you know, at various points in that tournament, DeShambo, Kepka, Cam Smith made a run. Cam Smith made a run. Um, obviously Rory, Dustin Johnson, Scotty Scheffler, um, Ricky Fowler. They're all like in the at w- various points of the tournament, you could you were going, oh man, that guy could win. You know, at various points with the way they were playing, and then um, it was nice to have that. I, I, and it was cool having Wyndham Clark win it because you had that factored into well, it. Well, and on top of that, like, every time he had a chance that I thought to absolutely melt down, like when he, he whiffed the chip, yeah. and I'm sitting there just going, I'm dancing. I'm like, he's going to make double. Well, the chip he on, what saves, was it, nine? The chip on nine when, was great. And then Azinger's like, oh, yeah, he's dead. Like, the ball's going to stop, and then it rolled. It's not Azinger's favorite. It was not, no, his, it was not a great Azinger. M- NBC's broadcast was not the greatest this weekend. Correct. And it's bigger, like, it's more of, like, the executives at NBC. Like, mm-hmm. that plane flying over yeah. everyone's whatnot. But every time he had to make, like, a big shot, he did. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I felt like he won it and earned it. It's just... Man, it just really sucks rooting for Rory because you're like, make a putt. God, if he could just make a putt. Like, if the one that hits the stick on five, like, if that drops. And then it just comes back to, it's like, he missed a putt on eight. He missed a putt on 14. And I felt like and he then he almost made. hold out from, what, like 120 feet? Remember when he would, like, yes. chip from the well, that fairway? Was five, that was five. And yeah. then, you know, that hits the stick. And it's like, you know, that's that was the difference. He When he played that style, he had to play perfectly. Yeah. And he missed two putts and, and lose by came up short again. Um yeah, obviously it's tough. <laughs> uh when we come back, we'll talk about this uh Barry Trammell column about Memphis to Memphis the, is candidacy. Yeah, Memphis is candidacy to the Big Twelve next. You're listening to Giannato and Jeffrey on ninety two nine FM ESPN. Coming up at four PM, it's the Gabe Coon Show with the tallest lineman on the radio. In fact, the only lineman on the radio, Gabe Coon. Weekdays from four PM till seven PM on ninety two nine FM ESPN. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language. Like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. And they're designed by real language teachers, so you learn how to have real-world conversations, things you'll actually use. It's incredible. After using Babbel, I'm ready to start having real conversations in French. There's all kinds of ways to learn. Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos. You can even join live classes with a language teacher. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Évidemment. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Buying a diamond here in Memphis just got a whole lot easier and a lot less expensive. Genesis Diamonds has arrived. Now open at Poplar Commons. 
This is the game-changing concept that will forever change the jewelry scene here. With a gorgeous showroom, a selection that's up to 30 times ordinary stores, no middleman direct importer pricing, and the strongest warranties and guarantees in the industry. Genesis Diamond, started by a former diamond wholesaler, was voted 13 consecutive years best jewelry store and best place to buy an engagement ring. Now we've arrived in Memphis with a no-stress, no-pressure, non-commissioned sales environment with exceptional quality and prices that will blow you away. Genesis showcases hand-picked diamonds from the best cutters around the world and the finest American-made designer rings from top names like Takori and Viragia, plus the largest selection of earrings, bands, bracelets, pendants, as well as luxury pre-owned Rolexes. Don't buy a diamond engagement ring or any diamond jewelry anywhere until you discover this exciting new concept. Genesis Diamonds, now open in Poplar Commons. Meet Nate. By day, he works in IT. But when he gets on the bike, he becomes... Nature Nate. An outdoorsy type with his head in the clouds and a weak supply of trail mix in his cargo pants. Nature Nate leaves no trace, except for native wildflowers. If a tree falls in the forest, he'll help it get back up. And Nature Nate rides with Geico, because getting specialty coverage for his motorcycle is the natural choice. Geico Motorcycle. Expert coverage for both your sides. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing together millions of things for our planet. When buying toys for your pet, look for natural materials like cotton, rope, wood, or bamboo. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? All 650 acquisition fee, 30,000 miles, 20 cents excess mileage, K5PG 211771, MSRP 26152, Sportage P173696, MSRP 27077, EV6 P560033094, MSRP 50325. Includes all rebates and incentives, must finance through Hyundai, excludes tax file and license with approved credit. See dealer for complete details, offers valid through 63023. Dealer stock only, warranties, limited powertrain warranty. See Kia.com or retailer for details. Hey, Jeff Allen, I hear the summer sales event is up and ready to command the road at Gossett Kia South Mount Moriah. You heard right, Randy. The summer sales event is bringing you the world performance car. 2023 Kia EV6 Wind EPA estimate range 310 miles now $4.99 a month $49.99 do it signing plus a 2023 Kia Sportage LX only $2.88 a month $34.99 do it signing and a luxury 2023 Kia K5 LXS $2.99 a month $31.99 do it signing all 36 month lease and you always get Kia's 10 year 100,000 mile powertrain limited warranty so whether you live in Horn Lake South Haven Olive Branch or Memphis you'll be happy happy at Gossett Kia on Mount Moriah 2680 Mount Moriah or KiaMountMariah.com. If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. Hey, guys, this is Kenan Thompson. I have a problem with you. Yes, you. None of y'all told me that AutoTrader has millions of new and used cars that I can shop from home. I thought we were friends. I put smiles on your face, but I'm not smiling. No one told me that with AutoTrader, a dealer can deliver cars to my home or that I could shop by price on AutoTrader. No one. Consider this friendship that you just learned we had officially over. Finally, it's easy. 
Auto Trader. You're all set with your new Navian water heater. I can't wait to take a shower without running out of hot water. I'm just going to love my Navian tankless water heater. I just want to say thank Oh, no need to say that, ma'am. You'll always love Navian's high efficiency that will save you money on gas bills compared to other water heaters. I love how I have more space with its wall hanging design. Please let me say thank Nope. Sorry, miss. I know you appreciate it, but I can't let you say it. Why not? Because with Navian, it's a tankless job. How long have you been waiting to use that? You'd be surprised. Find a Navian installer near you at tanklessmadesimple.com. Try the Sonic Grilled Cheese Double Burger. It's like a cheeseburger and a grilled cheese in one. Get it with a small side of tots or fries for only $3.99 for a limited time. Only at Sonic. It's sitting by the overcoat. The G&J guests appear on the Sissy's Log Cabin phone lines. We're back with the Giannato and Jeffrey Show, live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas on 92.9 FM ESPN. I'm sorry about the attitude. All right, Mark, it feels like whenever we hit the summer, conference realignment, the conversation reheats up. And obviously this time oh, yeah. it feels like Memphis with a – Maybe a bigger role, perhaps, to play this time. Uh, I did see where Pete Thamel said the Mountain West has uh, done exactly what we expected them to do. They sent a letter T- to tough ass, yes, to San Diego <laughs> State, saying uh, you nothing will be met at this current yeah. moment. Um, uh, tough lawyer up, essentially. I yeah. think I think was how pony that, up or lawyer, yeah, up. pony up. Well, maybe in both. Um, <laughs> I, I, I seem to take that this way, but Barry Trammell of the Oklahoman wrote about Memphis's candidacy, which. I found interesting because... Yeah, the headline was, Why Memphis Doesn't Make Much Sense for the Big 12 in Expansion. And so what were kind of the key points that stood out to you? Because a lot of the same arguments that were laid out were some of the points that we pointed out here on the show. There's nothing like, you know, super... Nothing newsworthy necessary. No new points were made, I guess. Like, updated points, I guess, is how I would phrase it. Um, So he said this, to begin. To be fair... And this is all based off of the did he visit, did Yormar visit, did he not visit conundrum, if you will. People here in Memphis insist he did. Brett Yormark, obviously, with his word salad statement, says he didn't meet at Memphis with Memphis officials. Correct. That's it. That's what he said, ultimately. And as as Barry points out, one of the other issues is he has acknowledged visiting other places. Yes. Um, now, And he says this in the article. Not everyone in the Big 12 dismisses the Tigers. At least one conference administrator I've talked to is open to the idea of Memphis joining the league, at least compared to the candidacy of Connecticut, another school in the Big 12 list. Um, And this is what Barry Trammell says. He said, but the cons seem to lap lap the pros in terms of Memphis's viability. He starts with, and this is, I think, the main point is, according to the people that have seen that Big 12 television contract, um... If the Big 12 expands with Power 5 conference schools, essentially ESPN will continue to pay everyone in the league, I think it's 31, reportedly right. 31 the million is, they would just, yeah. per year. If it's not, the deal will essentially stay the same total value and just be split in more pies. and Pieces of the pie, yeah. Pieces of the pie. Um, and so... Trammell says, for instance, if the Big 12 were to add Memphis and UConn, for example, the payouts for each school eventually would drop to $26.6 million unless there's some deal by which the Tigers and Huskies take a significant lesser amount, and that's no way to run a conference. That's what Barry Trammell says. Now, um, That's not impress- unprecedented. That's essentially what Maryland yes. and, and Rutgers are doing in the Big Ten. Yes. Um, and I would say 
it actually, if you're to believe the rumors of FedEx getting involved again or Fred Smith getting involved again, you know, it would seem like that's why he's there. Is like maybe maybe the the structure of a deal to the Big Twelve does involve Memphis taking less than its fair share, and in some form or fashion, whether it's through sponsorship money or whatever, FedEx slash Fred Smith are making up the difference in some form or fashion. Do we know if they take like let's say they took Colorado mm-hmm. and then took Memphis for yeah, even know. numbers? Does that change the calculus? That's I think that's a hybrid that could be. You know, I mentioned it last week as something that could, again, be a viable path for Memphis to the Big 12 because you could argue, well, Colorado, especially with Dion now, adds value to your TV deal. And, oh, by the way, we got this FedEx cash coming along with, with Memphis as well. Because um, what's funny is Barry Trammell then lays out kind of what I laid out in my column last week. Like, they're actually, yeah, there's some reasons why it doesn't make sense from a money standpoint and the TV deal standpoint, but, like, if you're trying to break out your basketball deal, Memphis makes sense. Yep. Geographically, Memphis makes sense with what the conference looks like today. Um, and even Trammell admits if three Pac-12 members agreed to come, Memphis might make a quality fourth, giving the Big 12 easy quadrants for scheduling. Four out west, four in Texas, four legacy Big 8 members, and four east of the Mississippi. Um, he says this, Memphis is a good market, a major league market. Um you know, he then goes, does Memphis basketball move the needle outside the city? Maybe. Does me- football move the needle even inside the city? Maybe not. I think a good, if if you had a 9-3 and three Memphis football team, 9-3, and 8-4 Memphis, who was playing a Big 12 schedule, I do think it would move the needle in the city. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know about outside the city. I don't know how easy it will be to be a 9-3 and three Big 12 team, but yes, I agree. Now he says, he says bath, you, you play in, off-campus venues. He says FedEx Forum at least is an NBA arena. He called the Liberty Bowl decrepit. Uh, <laughs> but it is getting 150 to $200 million in renovations. He mentions that. But he ends the – he says his theories about UConn and Memphis are this. One, Gonzaga would be the preferable addition to the Big 12 because the Zags would not dip into the football money. Yeah. Two, if your mark indeed is talking up or even visiting UConn and Memphis, it's for bluffing purposes with the Big 12. Um he, and he closes the column like this. Yormark has not been bashful about his expansion desires. He explicitly said he wanted to take the Big 12 West. That seemed like the best idea at the time. It still seems like the best idea. That's what Trammell said in his column. It was interesting. I mean, I, I would continue to point out, really to me, aside from money, which, again, has basically driven all of these decisions, so it's really hard to say aside from money, but, like, everything else, Memphis does make sense for the Big 12. Yeah, so that is something to monitor. It feels like maybe the possibility of like buying your way in is maybe yeah, a little maybe, sweetener. Yeah, a little, little sweetener, a little maybe, signing bonus. Maybe on the table. All right, <laughs> when we come back, we tell your story next right here on Giannato and Jeffrey, 92.9 FM, ESPN. 92.9 FM, broadcasting at 6.80 AM. Smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN at 92.9 ESPN.com and anywhere on the free Odyssey app. Memphis's sports station and podcast leader, 92.9 FM ESPN. The Kia Summer Sales Event is on at Gossip Kia on the Pike. And if you're ready to roll, we're ready to rock and roll with World Performance Car 2023 Kia EV6 Wind. EPA estimated range 310 miles now. $4.99 a month, $49.99 to its signing. And 2023. 
2023 Kia Sportage LX, only $288 a month, $34.99 due at signing. And the luxury 2023 Kia K5 LXS, $299 a month, $31.99 due at signing all 36 month lease. Plus, peace of mind with Kia's 10 year, 100,000 mile powertrain limited warranty. Ask for Bobby J, he's ready to put you in a new Kia today. That's Goss and Kia 1900 Covington Pike or shop 24 7 at KiaCovingtonPike.com. If you want it, we got it and got it more. Acquisition B, 30,000 miles, 20 cents excess mileage, K5 PG21171, MSRP 26152, Sportage P17 3696, MSRP 27077, EV6 P560 MSRP 50,325. Includes all rebates and incentives, must finance through Hyundai, excludes tax title and license with proof credit. See dealer for complete details, offers valid through 63023. Dealer stock only, warranties and limited powertrain warranty. See Kia.com or retailer for details. At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've shortened the time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t